right, y'all. Welcome back to Money Monday. I'm super, super excited to go over these couple of questions that I have been getting this week. I got some last week, but let's just jump into it. So the first question I got is, what do you do if your spouse doesn't want to get on board with a budget? And this was very, very true in our household. My husband, uh, when we decided to get on a budget, we had just gotten married and you know, he didn't really like it. He was not the biggest fan. He was someone who really liked to spend money. He worked a lot. So he wanted to just buy whatever he wanted to buy as soon as he wanted to have it. So reining back his impulse spending was one of the first things that we really had to work on and it was really it was hard it was hard to rein back impulses it was hard to uh, adjust to a lower kind of standard of living than we had been used to in order to get on a budget in order to pay off that debt and when your spouse doesn't want to do that sometimes you just have to let them do what they're going to do um, if they're really, really hindering your finances together, if they're just like taking all the money and running off with it, or they're racking up a ton, ton of credit cards, that's maybe a bigger concern that you should have in your marriage involving your communication and how you talk about these things. But if they're struggling with the just, you know, restricting their spending, not eating out all the time, that's something that you guys can kind of work on. Maybe be like, okay, instead of not eating out at ever at all, maybe just one or two days a week, um, try to start small. Small adjustments add up over time. So really just start small. And if they're super, super against it, then honestly kind of let them do what they're going to do with their money and you just really focus on yours, focus on what you have control over at that given point and just focus on that. And they'll probably come around. It might take a while and you can't necessarily even force them into it. So just do what you can. My cat is meowing a lot. My cat is meowing so much right now. Sorry. Uh, The next question I got is when to save for retirement right now, yesterday, like last year, when you were born, you should have started saving for retirement, basically when you were born, in the way our society is today, there's not probably going to be that social security income that's going to be a livable income when us millennials, people my age, and even younger than me, get to being 65. Um, just given inflation, given where our country is, given what the cost of living is going to be, all of that's going to keep going up. And Social Security is kind of a set thing without a whole lot of cost of living increases. So it can be really hard. So start saving for retirement right now, today. Do that. And it just doesn't have to be a lot of money. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. If you put some into, if you have a 401k with your job, if you get in a Roth IRA, you can go into your bank probably and be like, hey, I would like to create a retirement savings account separate from your main accounts. They usually get a little bit better interest. So you can just start putting in $5 here, $10 there, because every little bit helps. I'm always, always, always going to say that every little bit helps whether it's today or it helps in 10 years from now. But whatever you can put aside that's not just going towards debt, saving for your current life, you should be planning for life in retirement. Life, you want to be able to have fun. You want to be able to retire. You want to be able to do things. You probably want to be able to do those things now. So if you're really balanced with 
what you're investing in. Even things just like those apps like Acorn, Stash, um, whatever is not Robinhood, uh, pick something else. Like little investments that you're able to do to just start stashing away little bits of money. It doesn't have to be a lot, but just do what you can. If you do have a 401k um, available to you, definitely put into that. If you have an employer match, oh my gosh, yes. Put some into that. It's not going to get taxed. You can roll it into an IRA later. Um, if you have a 401k option, definitely be using it, even if it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Because if you're doing an employer match up to a certain amount, if you're putting in $20 and they're putting in $20, ha hi, $40. We love money. We love money. So think about doing that. Okay, so the last one is kind of a heavier one given um, what has been going on the last week in the U.S., specifically in Texas with the winter storms completely just wrecking an entire state. It's, it's awful. The infrastructure was not set up. Big oil really just stuck it to the man a little bit there by avoiding regulations. They just didn't weatherize anything. And that's not... And that's not anything on the people. But I was getting questions about investing in emergency preparedness. And that's getting things like generators, having like a backup food, backup blankets, tents and things. And if, he, if everyone should be doing that. I think so. I think after this, um, I wasn't as much of a crazy doomsday prepper person. I really never have been but at this point i'm about to be like once the grocery stores are like fully stocked again i am going to be ordering or ordering picking up getting everything mocha stop all of the things maybe more cat food for little miss crybaby over here um but definitely have um emergency water stored away so water blankets um sleeping bags those are usually pretty cheap during the summer going into winter um, having a tent a tent is good because even if you are stranded indoors you can put up a tent and that's going to block some of that wind chill so definitely have water blankets uh easy prep food like that's non-perishable that y'all be able to use um because you want to find foods that you can eat if the power goes out um Things that I didn't have as much of over the last week because we had not gone to the grocery store. We didn't think Nashville was going to get snow a lot. And it it was crazy. We weren't, we literally physically couldn't go anywhere for over a week and it was nuts. Um, so I definitely encourage everyone to have some kind of an emergency preparedness and to include that into your budget every, every month in some way. Just kind of like stocking up just to have it because... As we see with climate change now, uh, natural disasters are happening more and more between floodings, tornadoes, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and now crazy winter storms, fires, all of the things. Climate change is not being good to us. So definitely work on having just an emergency preparedness kit. Um, and that is going to be all for this episode.